0: Hello again and welcome to Seeds Podcast. I'm Amy Ennell and this is episode 141. Yesterday we talked about reproach and about what it means for Christ to remove our reproach from us. Today I want to talk about living a life that is, as the Bible says, above reproach. As Christians, which is literally Christ followers, how are we to conduct our lives? Romans 12, verses 1 and 2, give us a good start at understanding that. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Let's pull out two words from that to start with, conformed and transformed. We're told to not be conformed to this world. Conform means to be similar or identical, to be in agreement or harmony. Okay, so we're not supposed to be similar or identical to this world. The way we live shouldn't look like the world around us. And our ideals and our values, they they shouldn't be lining up in agreement or harmony with the world. Instead, we're supposed to be transformed. Transformed means the following. To change in composition or structure. To change the outward form or appearance of. To change in character or condition. To convert. And convert means to bring over from one belief, view, or party to another. So God wants to transform us by what? The renewing of our minds. So he wants to change the composition and structure of our thoughts. He wants to actively let him change the character and the condition of how we think about things, and like the way we view life. We're supposed to convert our minds, you know, bring them over from one belief, one view, and one party to a whole other new belief and view. Now that, that can take time and patience on our part, just to allow the Holy Spirit and His Word to retrain and reshape our hearts and our minds. And because, you know, we're imperfect, we know that, we're going to have times when all that gets messed up. But if we trust our God to do what he says he will do, and if we have faith that he will follow through, he will transform us. And over time, we'll begin to think differently. We'll look at things through a a different lens in life than we did before. Now, this is not all that's involved in living a life above reproach. It's the key foundational step, though. And I, I want to read to you part of an article from Tim Challies about this subject of being above reproach. And I'll link to that in the description. And This article was written in 2016. And I'm telling that because of how he starts out, which is this. I told you last week about a new series that looks at the character of the Christian. What I mean to do is explore how the character qualifications of elders are actually God's calling on all Christians. While elders are meant to exemplify these traits, all Christians are to display them. I want us to consider whether we actually do display these traits and to learn together how we can pray to have them in greater measure. We begin today with the qualification of above reproach. This is given in 1 Timothy 3 2. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach. It's repeated twice in Titus 1. If anyone is above reproach, and for an overseer as God's steward must be above reproach. Those are verses 6 and 7. Whatever it means to be above reproach, it is not only for elders or church leaders. Colossians 3 teaches that the great hope and comfort of every Christian is that God himself will one day present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him. Colossians 1.22 Every Christian is to be and to live above reproach. As John MacArthur says, the reason this qualification is called for at the pastoral level is because we are the example of which you are all to follow. And if being above reproach is part of that example, then guess what is required of you? The same trait. What does it mean to be above reproach? What the ESV translates as above reproach is first a legal word that indicates a kind of innocence in the eyes of the law. It means that no one can legitimately rebuke you or make any charges against you that will stick. They may accuse, but your conduct will eventually acquit you by proving you blameless. Blameless is a far more common translation than above reproach your life is so consistent that your reputation is credible you are an example worth following and you do not make the gospel look fake by teaching one thing while doing another naturally we want to know the law before we w- excuse me naturally we want to know the law before which we must be found blameless and the standard we must uphold in his book biblical eldership Alexander Strouch explains that what is meant by above reproach is defined by the character qualities that follow the term. Thus, being above reproach is expressed through those other qualities in 1 Timothy 3, two, Titus 1, and by extension First Peter 5. So being above reproach in your marriage means you are the husband of one wife. Being above reproach in your thought life means you are sober-minded. Being above reproach in your actions means you are self-controlled. What we see is that this is a kind of summary attribute and that the blameless Christian is the one who upholds all of God's revealed will. Of course, being above reproach does not mean being perfect. But it does mean that when we sin, we confess it and turn from it because our standard is perfection, Matthew 5, 48. Above reproach, blameless. That's a sobering thought. I mean, can we honestly say that if our thought lives, our actions, our habits were held up to a standard of being completely blameless in God's courtroom, we'd come out okay? No, no, we cannot. And well, that's part of my point, it's not the entire story. Without Jesus Christ, we are nothing. We can do none of this successfully without him, and it's foolish to try. However, with Him, we stand before the Father in eternity, blameless, above reproach. How do we translate our eternal saved security into a daily life that's lived in the way that Jesus lived? We open our Bible every day, and we ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us through what we're reading. The Word of God is living, it's powerful, it's active. It's sharp, and it penetrates right into the marrow of our mind, discerning our thoughts and the intentions of our hearts. Let that change you, transform you, reshape you, guide you. Spend time in prayer, too. Talk to God. He's a personal God. Tell Him how you feel. Tell Him what you need help with. I mean, thank Him for the things He's blessed you with. This this is the strength and it's the mental and spiritual nourishment that we need to consistently put into practice the truths that we're learning and receiving. That, friends, will transform your mind. And transforming your mind will be the key to helping you live a blameless life. One above reproach. Is this something you struggle with or was it a struggle in the past? Is it something you don't think is really all that much to worry about? Talk to me in the comments or at Facebook, Instagram, or Telegram. If you have any questions or personal prayer requests, you can email me at thoughtseedspodcast at gmail.com. Tomorrow, we're going to be learning more about the hymn, Christ Liveth in Me. I hope that you'll be able to join me.